I'm just, I just want to take a moment because, you know, this is kind of a sappy episode. You know, we're talking about mm-hmm. love today. And I just want to say, like, I'm so grateful for this podcast. So grateful for you Aww. to be able to do this. It's fun. I think we're like learning a lot about ourselves, each other, college. Well, um, are you trying to say that you love me? Catherine. <laughs> <laughs> it's okay. Um, I love you. That's I wouldn't okay. go that far. Oh, I love you too. Then in that case. We have to, you have to tell your friends you love them more. Yeah, you do. You do. This week, we have a really cool podcast. This week is all about relationships, college relationships. And we were really lucky to have some friends on. And we'll get to that later. But before we do, Catherine, tell me about your dating life. I mean, let's get into the nitty gritty. (laughs) Let's just dive right in. Yeah. Oh, boy. So I've been single for about a year now. And it's been fine. Like, it's I don't really ever feel pressured to be in a relationship. I have some friends who are in like serious relationships and it's like, oh, I never really get to see them because they're like always with their their partner. So I don't get to hang out with those friends as much. So that from that point of view, it can be like a lonelier lifestyle, I guess. But I think I'm just at a point in my life right now where I'm not, you know, I'm not like obsessed with like. I'm not boy. I've never been boy crazy. I've right. never been like, I've never been a boy you band. Definitely don't strike me as boy crazy. I was at never all. even like a one direction fan. Like I never really had a celebrity crush. Well, yeah, No one should up. be a one direction fan. I think Whoa. I just lost a lot of, <gasps> we just lost a lot of the listeners. ratings are jumping all over the they place are. today. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I've only, so I've been like on dates in college. Yeah, me too. Me I too. had, I, I was in a relationship. I was in a long distance relationship mm. last year. So like, we broke up like almost a year ago, I guess. Anyway. Oh, I'm like, I've got on dates in college too, but I'm right now in a, in a place where I'm like super focused on my career and, and trying to be academically successful here. You know, I'm someone who sees myself, but I also want to like, you know, date, get married, but kind of when I'm older, like I really am not looking to get married before the age of 30. Oh, that's kind that's of very interesting. Yeah. Like I, I, I wanna I wanna focus on myself and, and I really hope and, and want to find, you know, someone who can come in and I can grow and, and you know, we kind of were talking about this earlier, but someone that I can grow along with and fits into that kind of that plan. You know, obviously compromising when important in those relationships, but right now it's not really something I'm I'm, you know, actively seeking out. I'm not on dating apps. I'm not no, me you know neither. in the in the field of, of just going on dates you know I have but yeah I mean I I've never been someone to really you know I always I want to be in a relationship at some point but I've never never in high school I didn't date just because I was also really focused on myself which is kind of good and bad I think but I have really good friendships that are fulfilling and and other things like that so you know down the line if anyone's listening you know I'm here give me a call (laughs) but yeah have you had your heart broken um yeah have you been a heartbreaker no no actually maybe here's the thing man (laughs) i don't know if um 
if I've broken someone's heart, I would hope not because, you know, there's been people who've who've had interest in me and I've, you know, not reciprocated or, or maybe I have for a short period of time. But, you know, just kind of talking through, you know, it, it wasn't a good a good place, but I have had my heart broken. You know, it happens. You put yourself out there. Sometimes it's not meant to be, but never to the point where it's, you know, taken a, a, a full effect on my life or, you know, a great impact on my well-being. I can't really say the same. <laughs> well, Catherine, you know, I, I'm sorry yeah. to hear that. I will You're a say, catch. <laughs> oh, thank you. I do get asked out, but I am not someone who's like super interested in like a casual relationship. Like me the situationship and hookup culture in college is not for me. Huge. Mm-hmm. Or at least it may sound like it is. That's really not for me. Yeah. I'm in a lot more like... I think about my future a lot and I'm when I go out with someone I want to like consider right. how long the relationship right. might last. Absolutely. So yeah, yeah. I, I'm similar and you know I, I think it's important to not be close minded when it comes to to dates or, or meeting people or doing that. But I'm also someone who like I love meeting people and just like communicating and connecting and it's hard for me to like picture myself going out or dating someone who I don't know really well first or maybe not really well but I don't know enough about first you know I've people who I've developed feelings for it always happens like after I've been friends with them sometimes it doesn't but mostly it's like oh I really you know have loved getting to know you I you know maybe want to explore a deeper connection there but you know it's 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 important to to keep an open mind you know, we'll see where it goes. I'm in college. I'm still young. It's not something I'm super worried about or find urgent right now. So I mean, I'm not going to lie. Like, I do see my friends in happy relationships who, like, because my other thing, too, is, like, oh, I've only really been in long-distance relationships. Oh, yeah. And so, like, I see some of my friends here who are in relationships and go to the same school, and it's like, oh, that's so nice. They're getting coffee after class together, and they get to see each other every day. And, like, that's a big part of it, too, Yeah. especially in college when – I mean, SMU is like SMU students are so encouraged to be like high achieving and very highly involved in things, whether it be like your heavy course load, extracurriculars, and then right. like a social life and like right. all this stuff. And so I wanted to make time for it and it didn't end up working out. But yeah, I think that's another part. Yeah, of that's me too. It's like I. I don't want to jump into a relationship where it's like you feel guilty that you can't spend every moment with the person or you feel like they expect so much of you. They expect you to always be, you know, there for them because like I said, like I'm someone who's really focused on my career, focused on doing what I can do the best. And, you know, I don't want to, I would feel guilty not be like, you know, if I were to take on a relationship, not being able to give that person everything that they, that I would think that they would need. But also a good relationship, I guess, has give and take compromise, which we'll we'll hear Absolutely. about. We'll hear about later in the in the episode. I guess like just also like dating in college, you know, there's two sides of the spectrum, really. There's hookup culture and then there's like the kind of ring by spring mentality, I guess, which I think is a very uniquely southern kind of concept. Yeah. It was really not something I had heard about until I moved That's to so Texas. Funny. For there are the some uninformed. Texas schools that are like known for ring by spring oh yeah yeah i mean for the uninformed ring by spring is essentially the concept that college couples like need to be engaged by the spring semester 
typically of their senior year or earlier. And there's oftentimes like even like university housing where it's like you can get a discount for being married. Like you can, you can, you know, you get cheaper housing for couples. I think that might be, is that, does it, that exists? That sounds more antiquated. No, that exists. Martin House at SMU used to be the married couple dorm. Oh, really? Fun fact. Huh. I didn't know that. But no, there are, there are, that exists for sure. Interesting. Yeah. I mean, I was completely out of the loop on that when I moved here. Mm. That's just really not a thing, at least in my area, in my hometown area of Chicago. But yeah, I think it's interesting to kind of juxtapose those two ends of the spectrum, I guess, because that's like people who are making that commitment at such a young age. And then there's people who are just looking for like one night stands and are like just experimenting with things and like it's, it's a different perspective and it's so interesting that those two extremes can exist in the same age group but you know at the at the end of the day i i agree they're there those kind of are the two categories that most relationships seem to fall into um however there's plenty of relationships that you know exist in a in a healthy way not that the other two aren't healthy but you know aim to grow together and to kind of to exist as you grow and learn but I think at the end of the day, everyone, you know, comes to college and it's a new area in their life and they're experimenting and they're learning about themselves. Some people choose to do that with another person really early on. Some people choose to not. And I don't think there's any right way to do it. You know, we all come to college with different upbringings, different backgrounds, like religion definitely plays a role into it. I think especially down here, every individual is different. And so it's, yes, we have like those big like bubble stereotype buckets to kind of filter things through but at the end of the day like every relationship is unique and you know that kind of care should be assessed on a case-by-case basis and college is a great way to figure that out kind of find out about yourself and and what kind of relationships you want and meet people who you know have similar similar needs so yeah it's interesting though like with like the marriage stuff because like i i recently because you said 30 you don't want to be married before you're 30. I really, I really don't see myself getting married before. 30. See, okay. So here's my perspective on like the, that stuff. Cause like I read a statistic recently or I heard it or something where it's like the d- divorce rate is so much higher for marriages that occur uh, before the age of 29 hmm. or like 29 and a half is like the cutoff age, I guess. And then after the age of 30, the divorce rates are down significantly interesting and the other thing too is like i feel like almost with some like social pressures to settle down at a younger age what is your relationship interest in it for like in terms of the marriage right right i think it's interesting to think about but uh, because like i have a few friends who i care for deeply that just got engaged and like it works for them and they have their own like plan and life path and for them that works and they've been together for over a year and then some people who are like you know some like a celebrity couple or like a youtube couple that i followed they were together for 10 years and then they didn't even they ended up breaking up mm-hmm. because of the circumstances so again every every relationship is is unique so it's interesting yeah my mom like all the time when i when i visit home or like she visits me she's like are you dating anyone or like why are yeah you, i like are you going on dates mine too I'm just like no i'm working on that <laughs> it's not a, like i feel like maybe it's a generation a generational thing too almost because like my grandparents got engaged super early like they were young my parents were married out of college but waited really long time to have my brother they're they're not 
old parents, but they're older parents. And so I, I, I wonder if like, it's a generational thing where a lot of, you know, my grandparents will ask me that, who are you dating? Who are you seeing? And I'm always like, I mean, I've gone on a couple dates, but it's really just not a priority where maybe it was a big priority when they were going through college or kind of at the age where they were getting married, maybe the priority or, or the social norm was, this is what I'm supposed to do now. Um, you know, we follow social norms. We're supposed to go to elementary school and then, and then, you know, middle school and then Mm -hmm. high school. And then we're supposed to go to college and then we're supposed to, you know, get a job after that. And maybe for them, it was like, I'm supposed to go to college. I'm supposed to get married. Then I'm supposed to go, you know, find a job. Like maybe it was just a clear step that existed where I don't know if it necessarily exists for everyone anymore. For me, I remember being a little kid and my parents were like, oh, yes, you're going to go to high school and then you're going to go to college and then you're going to get a master's degree and then you're going to get a good job and then you're going to get married and have a family right. and like do all that stuff. So like the, that was like drilled into me, not drilled, but like I had that kind of thought process Mentality. from a young age. Mm-hmm. And that also informed a lot of my quote unquote relationships throughout like high school and stuff, too, because I always thought like, oh, if I get asked out to homecoming or prom, then that's who I'm going to marry. And like, it's going to lead to a relationship. But like, I feel like platonic heterosexual friendships are so overlooked in our cultural and our culture sure. and our society. Like we are not romantically involved, right? but we're great friends and we yeah. collaborate on awesome projects like this podcast. And I think that can be a little more accepted in a society or in our society, I guess that like it, nothing has to be, not everything has to be all romance and you know like i feel like we're we're socially like you know it's 2023 we should be able to have like not not have that drama in every relationship i guess you know yeah are you like the hopeless romantic type i i definitely am the hopeless romantic what does that mean like the fairy tale relationship oh life's a movie and right and it's like kind of annoying (laughs) yeah i just mean that like i and like, oh, I want to meet someone and have like the perfect, which I understand, like there's no perfect relationship at all. No, but like we all have like, like aspirations. You, yeah, like you're like, oh, I yeah. want to meet this type of person. And like, I just hope that it all works out where, you know, we really fall in love and on our paths line up and we're able to kind of walk the same path through life together. I know that obviously doesn't happen to everyone, but yeah. So as we transition into the bulk of today's episode, our guest conversation, we just want to let it be known, you know, like we are very aware of the broad spectrum of relationships. You know, every relationship is unique. Sexuality plays a role into that. But for today's episode, we're just going to be discussing um, heterosexual relationships. And that's kind of really um, relevant to like our personal dialogue as well. So if you guys are interested in hearing a broader conversation about sexuality on college campuses, we be so open to talking about that, you know, especially being in a conservative area. I think that's definitely a topic of interest. So please let us know. Please write to us. And yeah, well. Perfect. Well, with that, we are super excited to welcome two of our very good friends on to the podcast. We have Ben Jaxic and Abby Kenwood, who have been dating for about six months now. So we had such the best time with them. They're They're, so beloved just on this campus in general. They're so so. beloved. Everyone knows them. Um, We had such a good time talking about, you know, the nature of their relationship and also relationships on the college campus. So without further ado, we hope that you enjoy and let's get into the interview. (laughs) 
Hey everyone, we are here with Ben Jaksik and Abby Henwood. Um, we are so excited to have them join us on the podcast today. We're going to talk a little bit about the status of relationships on the college campus. So we're super excited to have you guys. Thank you for joining us. Thanks for having Thank us. Thank you guys. Would you like to take a moment and introduce yourself? Tell us a little about yourself, where you're from, your major, how you ended up at SMU. Yeah. Sure. I'll just go first. Uh, so my name is Abigail Kenwood or Abby Kenwood. I am a junior or third year here at SMU. Um, I'm studying political science and international studies with a minor in history. And I'm originally from McKinney, Texas, which is about 45 minutes north of Dallas. And I actually went to a different college here. So I am a transfer student um, and super involved on campus. So yeah, it's a little bit about me. Cool. Oh, great. Okay. My name is Ben Jaksik. Um, I'm from Reno, Nevada. I'm currently a senior here, uh, majoring in finance and economics. So uh, complete opposite majors, but <laughs> uh, still have fun. So um, that's kind of a little bit about me. Awesome. Well, welcome to the show. We're so excited to have you guys here. Thank you. So I guess to kind of kick it off, just, you know, like break the ice a little bit, have yes. our, well, yeah, have our audience get to know you guys a little more. Mm -hmm. oh, so we have a little game for you guys. Sillier like questions yeah. to kind of like break the ice a little mm -hmm. bit. So, okay. Well, first of all, how long have you guys been? together as you are a couple mm. is that the answer for me no this is just general <laughs> general just a general question just to six months five days. <laughs> yeah. um we actually celebrated our six months last friday yeah. um congrats yeah thank nice. you thank yeah. you thank you but we yeah we've been talking probably for like 10 nine yeah. or 10 months so yeah awesome very cool. Love to see. Well, we love love on yep. this show. Wow. So Sorry, there you thanks. go. Yeah. <laughs> uh -huh. yeah. Okay. So our first question for our little game. Okay. Who is Abigail's celebrity crush? <laughs> oh, I I know I know who the guy is. I don't know his name. Um, he's I know I know. <laughs> well, he's like in the show. Uh, is it Peaky Blinders? Is that what the show is called? That's not my celebrity crush. Oh, no. Yeah. Oh, really? I literally just said I'm in love with this man the, the other oh, day. Oh, John Bellion. There we go. Oh, there we go. Boom. Okay, yeah, yeah, yeah. Got it, got it. Yeah. Sorry, give you a hit. <laughs> okay. Yeah, yeah, John Bellion. That, that one, I should have known that one. Yeah, yeah that's correct. <laughs> All right, Abby, for you, what is uh, y'all's ideal Friday night together? Oh, that's a really good one. I, ooh. It can go one or two ways. It depends mm -hmm. on if we're feeling lazy or not. If we've had a bad week, I would say, not a bad week, a busy week, I would say we'll probably get takeout probably from Go Fish Poke. Nice. That's like our like place to go to right now. Uh -huh. We're now regulars. Yeah. Hey. <laughs> um, and then making cookies and popcorn uh -huh. and then watching Love is Blind or like a dating show <laughs> and uh -huh. then like on the couch or something like that and just hanging yeah. out and like talking in between i love pausing the tv show and talking about something that i'm upset about so, <laughs> so yeah. is that, is that correct yeah yeah yeah, yeah. I'd, I'd agree with that if you have something to add no yeah no. go ahead uh, yeah I, I think i think that's probably ideal and then like if we're up for it you know if, we'll like, cook together yeah it will, like yeah. cook together. so the night in is yeah definitely as essentially well. yeah not, that, yeah. That's a great way to not home bar no or, you know no. <laughs> yeah. no, we don't really yeah yeah I think, I think it's good for us because we're both so busy like throughout the week with like just different involvements that we've got going on. And now since you know, you're older than Abby, you know, um, so I'd say I'm at a different point in like college where I'm not as involved, I'd say. So our schedules don't overlap as much anymore. So like those times, like having an idea like that to mm -hmm. cook together or just like watch TV so and relax for both of us has been really beneficial mm -hmm. um, overall. So yeah. That's awesome. That's awesome. Okay, this one's kind of for both of you guys. Okay. okay. 
if each other's having a bad day, what is it that kind of cheers them up? Oh, man. I have an idea, but I need to formulate it. <laughs> um, I think just my presence, you know, just <laughs> <laughs> right, right, for sure. That's how we all just sing. Just, yeah. 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 Just, Instantly better if yeah. I walk in the room. Yeah, yeah. For yeah, just sure. get over it. Yeah. I'm here. <laughs> I'm here now. Everything's fine. Uh, <laughs> I, I don't know. I mean, in all honesty, I, I think it really is like, I know this may sound like fun and exciting to some people, but it's like, cleaning i'd say together and then like cooking it's just like a really like probably helps <laughs> we have such an entertaining life <laughs> Look, are, you, I, are we sure we got college students for this? Yeah, yeah, yeah. i, I love a good cleaning Shoot, session yeah. i guess like... i guess yeah this is like kind of like exposing us yeah. right. <laughs> why don't we see them on a friday night the secret to a good relationship yeah, yeah, cleaning and cooking yeah. Honestly, it kind of is like it's just spending. Like it, I think it goes back to the Friday, yeah. like spending intentional time together. Uh-huh. It's interesting because um, we've noticed with our relationship, we're very calm around each other, and I feel like within a relationship, you have different versions of yourself, but you kind of get to be who you are with that person that is your significant other. And so, I feel like we're definitely able to kind of let our hair down, be calm around each other, you know, and feel comfortable enough to kind of be like, oh, let's cook and clean with each other when other people are like oh my god let's go out which is there's nothing wrong with that but that's not really our alternative i guess that would be it and just talking through things mm-hmm. so if we had a bad day like i think i had a bad day uh probably like a week and a half back <laughs> and i was just like hi this is the situation i'm having and just mm-hmm. talking it out is really nice so yeah. yeah that's good okay for both i guess so um who made the first move uh... <laughs> and how did y'all react i'll let you tell this yeah <laughs> Okay, so yeah, I'd say I made the first move. Uh, and what was the second uh, part of your question? How did you feel about it? Like, how okay. did it go? So it went well. So like the so how we originally met was um, you know being involved student ambassadors office. You know, is how, how we met when I saw Abby in the red polo and the- oh my gosh, she's <laughs> name Abby. tag, yeah, yeah. yeah. name tag in there, yeah. And so that that's how we met. And then um, who was training who, by the way? And then Abby was training me. Mm. Yeah. Oh. I did, yeah, this is like my first time. So she started the job like two weeks earlier. And then, um, yeah, I was helping train me for all this stuff. And then <laughs> I started on like a quote unquote date, you know, like a hangout. And we went to Torchies um, and then went to Sonic after. Mm-hmm. And then that was kind of like our first, I'd say like first like official hangout, you know, date or no date is still up in the air. Right. But... We don't use those terms. Yeah. 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 <laughs> yeah. yeah. So so that... Exactly. <laughs> Is that like the day you consider to be your anniversary or is there like a more formal, no. you know, so that then, was talking stage. That was basically. talking stage, okay. yes. That was when we met and then we like over the summer, it was like. I thought we were friends the whole time. Yeah. yeah. Ah. <laughs> but then, but then, yeah, yeah. But then I started really laying on the moves, yep, you know. You, you did. Um, and so I'd say like spent like the whole summer like talking over the phone, texting, that kind of stuff. And like kids were in town together, we'd hang out. And then August when we came back uh, for school is when we really started like. Mm-hmm. going on like i'd say official dates and yeah. talking so but yeah if you have mm-hmm. anything to add or any no i mean i think you yeah. said it well our first date was also where he did he laid down the oh, first move the first move oh, yeah okay. wow oh, interesting okay. so, wow i'm exposing you <laughs> uh, and that's why i was like oh we're both on the same page i'm glad 
Um, okay. Yeah, that was when I was like, oh, this is more than friends. Mm -hmm. yeah. But I, again, I'm also oblivious. <laughs> but up until then, you're like, wow, we're really good yeah. friends. Yeah. 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 All right, guys. So let's transition kind of now into the, the, the main portion of this episode, which is talking about college relationships and kind of how to navigate that while balancing social and, you know, all of those types of things that you want to do when you come to college. So I guess our first question for you would be a common struggle for college relationships is balancing time with mm -hmm. friends and your significant other and also doing extracurricular activities which you were all talking about so did y'all find this to be a challenge and how do you balance spending time with each other and growing your relationships amongst friends and balancing a career mm -hmm. yeah i can start so I, I am involved in a few extracurriculars both organizations job wise and all that and also having friends thank god <laughs> and i was kind of worried at the beginning of our relationship just because with any relationship, you're always worried. Like you see people going through relationships and you're like, oh, she's only spending time with her boyfriend mm -hmm. or he's only spending time with his girlfriend or he's only spending time with generally a significant other. And so I was very cognizant of that. And I think because he and I both were cognizant of that, we made sure to make time in our schedules. And I think we both sat down over winter break and mm -hmm. we kind of wrote out our schedules like, this is the time on this day where we do something social with our friends. And this is the time, like we have this pocket during this time, we'd spend it doing this and then doing that. I think one thing we do well to compensate for a busy schedule, and you can disagree or agree with me on this, mm -hmm. Ben, but I feel like at night, that's typically when we spend our time together. We, we cook dinner, clean, <laughs> or even just go out to eat. Like we typically spend our meal times together, mm -hmm. which I think is really nice for a college busy schedule because that's kind of when we have the most time but yeah. if you have anything to add please do yeah well, I, yeah i think you covered everything i think it was just we had to be very intentional not only you know are we getting along like we have the same aspirations goals etc but like as we start exploring this more like you know i would say like i want to dedicate time to hanging out with you and getting to know you better and building our relationship too uh, but also dedicating time to friends and having that social life so i mean it's like it's like the you know the constant like tension between those two i feel like in any uh, relationship in college outside of college anywhere but i think it is just being intentional about you know what are your needs in these situations and like how can i support you in that and then what are my needs in this situation how can she support me in this and it's just navigating that and then as time goes on you know those needs change and it's mm -hmm. just like being comfortable enough to communicate that with each other mm -hmm. to like facilitate a good relationship yeah. so, mm -hmm. one thing we do really well is like uh, this semester it's wednesday nights so it's like we have like a, a date night you know it's like okay 7 30 on is like that time mm -hmm. for us to just spend with each other you know we, we finish all of our homework we treat it like a, like a meeting almost you know <laughs> i think it is just like yeah setting a, a, a boundary and then being aware of that and checking in with each other. And I hope that answered your question. I don't know if yeah. I would, uh, Yeah, no, I mean, I think that. it's really, I think it's so unique. Like, I feel like not every relationship has this kind of like healthy balance mm -hmm. like yours. Like, I think it's really oh, encouraging to hear that, you know, like mm -hmm. we're the single mm -hmm. crowd over here. Yeah. So, yeah. <laughs> um, but it's like, yeah, it's-, it's Unless someone out there- Yeah, yeah. <laughs> you know, like, any listeners, you know, if you're listening resume. and you're like, wow, his voice sounds great. Like, hit me up. Yeah. I feel like it's not even like the norm for most college relationships to like, be so thoughtful about like the planning oh, well, and stuff you. and i Very think nice. that's also in part because of like i feel like well that's maybe me just stereotyping like hookup <laughs> culture or, or like yeah. less serious like college relationships that mm -hmm. are kind of like mm -hmm. like situationships more i guess is i think 
more common in yeah. the college space. I'm not sure what your guys' thoughts are on that, but I think it it definitely is situational. Like there are there will be relationships that you encounter that you see it with certain people where you're like, oh my goodness, why are they acting like they're already 40 or 50 years old? But then there's also going to be some that are doing the situationship. And it's honestly, I think it just depends on where those people are in their life for maturity wise, you know, kind of how they've been raised. So I think there are a lot of factors that feed into that. I do have to say with college, a lot of people are trying to discover themselves and they're trying to figure themselves out. And so part of that is probably going through the situationships and doing that. And I kind of see myself as a person who's already kind of maybe not really gone through that stage, but I'm personally past that and I'm ready to just be comfortable with the person I like. So as you're talking, we're talking about the hookup culture and it's kind of a controversial topic amongst college students. I think a lot of students come to college and they feel like, oh, I have to meet someone or I need to, you know, start doing that type of thing. And a lot of students might feel pressure to do that or like, oh, all of our friends are out doing all these things and I'm not. What are your thoughts? Yeah, good question. Um, So I think when it comes to you know, me being the big old senior that I am, right? Uh, when it comes to like a college freshman coming in and they feel like they have that pressure to, you know, engage in the hookup culture and like feel, you know, feel pressured to uh, go out to the clubs and hook up with people. Yeah. <laughs> uh, but <laughs> I think it really is. Um, I don't know. I would view college more as like a, like a personal like growth stage in terms of like, you know, you graduate high school and it is you know, your first time on your own. You know, all the, all, yeah, <laughs> all, all the generic things that like our moms and dad would say about like, oh, you're on your own for the first time. Mm-hmm. You know, you take I think the biggest thing that I maybe didn't know about college in this sense was like how much I was going to grow as a person throughout this, like looking at freshman year Ben versus senior year Ben, like, you know, because of my various involvements, because of the different, you know, just like the academics I was involved in, like it was just a time for me to grow as a person. And so I think, once I got to a stage in my like college career, you know, where I was like, okay, I feel good enough now or like I've grown enough, like I've really dedicated myself to like academic school, you know, like organizations, et cetera. And I feel like confident enough in myself to like where now I can dedicate time to, you know, being in a relationship and like pouring into someone else. I think that was like a big, um, realization stage for me so it's like i wouldn't view college as like this big party like hookup culture i Mm. think i I try to view it as like i'm like in these four years i'm supposed to grow as much as possible a person because when i graduate i'm on my own like parents are paying the bills like i am i need to get a job like so enjoy your time like have fun and get involved in that kind of stuff but like throughout it all just like make sure you're pushing yourself and challenging it's not an urgent part of you know you should be more concerned about Mm -hmm. growing as a person rather than Mm -hmm. trying to find someone yeah you know i also think for me every time i come home my like parents or grandparents would be like where why don't you have a girlfriend yet and i'll be like because i'm 20 yeah (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. or you know what i mean so I i think too like just establishing outside of college but also on campus establishing a kind of new norm that's like you don't need to have someone that's Mm -hmm. not what you're primarily here to do that's a great plus you know Mm -hmm. hopefully you find someone that you can grow with because of those involvements and because you're growing together as people great answer i definitely think it depends on what your priorities are when you go into college if your priorities is only to like 
isn't to do like the career path and all that, which I personally view college as, then mm-hmm. yeah, you're not going to be growing. Yeah. So. Uh-huh. Yeah. Good call. I hate to, to like say this, but what do you think, you know, Greek life's role in that kind of culture is also let it be known. Both people, y'all are both involved in Greek life. Uh-huh. Yeah, yeah. Um, I recently dropped. Um, bye goodbye yes. <laughs> Great. abby is not involved in greek life. so i think it's actually kind of good because you get one perspective yeah. of a greek individual and now a recently non-greek individual <laughs> well obviously the obvious answer is greek life like is like all about that like you know various stories that countless people could tell about different pressures that they felt being in greek life to you know hook up and you know, or even just like find a girlfriend, find someone, etc. And on, on both ends of the spectrum of like, you know, you're pushed to either find someone to like hook up with, or you're pushed somewhere to be like, find someone to like be engaged with, you know, or like, like be married to. So it's like, I think there's, there's both ends of that and like pressures for both ends. So I, I think that, yeah, Greek life is definitely perpetuating that. I don't know, like, how much I know, I don't want to have like a defeatist mentality but like I don't know how much there is like necessarily like fix that and rather than like just like a personal choice of like because people are always going to pressure you to do those things right it's just gotta be your personal choice of like what am I prioritizing in in my life I think kind of relating back to the other answer so no I definitely agree with what Ben said I think another perspective is I think they're intended to uphold to their values that they lay out when it comes to academics and morals and all that so I want to give them that Mm -hmm. benefit but I think it depends on the campus that you're on, what that chapter is kind of guided to do. Oh, he, you're quoting, you must have heard our yeah. other episode on Greek life. I, oh, yeah. I wow. <laughs> but I think it does depend on kind of what the what the school and what that specific chapter and the type of people mm-hmm. that are pulled towards it, what they decide to do with the platform that they now have and what they signed up for. And so if you decide to turn it into, you know, a more social maybe hookup culture type chapter, then obviously you're going to, like, if you, if you make it a famous one, like a popular one mm-hmm. to have on campus, then that's kind of what yeah. that campus culture is going to turn into. Yeah. Awesome. So we're talking more a little bit now, like mm-hmm. just kind of general, like I know we've said like, oh, you're your freshman self versus your mm-hmm. senior self. Mm-hmm. Kind of talk us through kind of your thoughts on the idea of dating in college in general like what mm-hmm. advice would you give to someone who's coming into the college space like or even like a new what? relationship in terms of setting those boundaries or things like that you take this one sure yeah you got this um, one maybe you can even speak to like your personal like yeah. dating history or like mm-hmm. what that like how you've kind of thought Uh-oh. about it <laughs> <laughs> well so i graduated during COVID. So I was the 2020 class. Um, I would say in general, just going even beyond dating and just meeting people at that point was a very tough time. And I started off at a college where everything was online and it was projected to last until 2024. And I was like, no, yeah, they're not doing that anymore, but it was projected. They're like, yeah, we're going to stay shut until 2024. Like, no peace. But I think just meeting people at that time kind of, in a sense, formulated how I would approach things down the road. And I guess how that came into play. I mean, ways to meet people. I was trying to attend as many organizations as possible. Mm-hmm. I was willing to kind of, you know, put the mask on literally in that sense. And you like that pun? That's good. Thank That's you. Good. <laughs> um, and, and do what needed to be done in order to kind of get myself out there. Um, I know other people took alternatives to kind of utilize applications on the phone. <laughs> so there, there was that option for people. But for me personally, I feel like, you know, even though COVID was a limit, 
at that point, I think that kind of pushed me to reach out to people more so, mm -hmm. especially after the pandemic was ended because I knew how it felt to not have people around me. And so for dating wise, I put myself out there kind of more physically rather than virtually. And that I, d I didn't don't really have a dating history for college because people aren't always great. You know, the, the whole dating scene, I wasn't really into the whole hookup culture. And I think that is from my experience, if I'm being completely frank, that was definitely something that surrounded me um, in my freshman, sophomore and junior year. And so I guess some recommendation to people coming into college is mm -hmm. don't succumb to that and don't abandon your morals that you've set for yourself. If it's wanting to do that, that is perfectly fine. That is your choice. Mm -hmm. um, but if that isn't a moral of yours, then don't be pressured. Yeah, don't be pressured yeah, um, because I, I know a few friends of mine that did succumb mm -hmm. to that pressure so to speak and there's some regret and you never mm -hmm. want to look back on your life and regret things that were mm -hmm. easily avoidable and yeah. so and getting hurt by it as well yeah um, that's good yeah and i would say for people with relationships for boundaries wise which you can also disagree with me this i would say <laughs> do boundaries as soon as possible mm -hmm. especially if you're wanting to long-term date this person and see how it goes down the line you don't want bad habits to form and you don't want to regret not laying down a boundary mm -hmm. yeah. no that's a great answer yeah, yeah. i don't even need to add a question I'm kind of curious about too is the whole like topic of politics yeah. um, coming up in, in a relationship. Uh -huh. We all have our own political <laughs> views, you know, and when you meet someone for the first time, that's not something you really jump to first, but it's often something that can like make or break a relationship. Sure. Um, so mm -hmm. do you want to talk about that, whether your experience or also just like yeah. kind of your thoughts on it? I don't know. Like, like when we first started dating, it was, it was honestly like one of the first conversations we had, um, like in terms of like, um, it was political like science a, major. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> she said, "Okay, I love that you're here. Yeah. I have <laughs> questions." Yeah. <laughs> yeah, it was like first date, you know. But I think just over time, it was like, left to right. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, right. I think we were both like at a point where it's like, okay, we want to be serious about this, you know. Like, do we see this as something long term? Um, and so we want to have like these intentional conversations because, like you're saying, like politics can like be a huge issue for some couples so we want to have that conversation up front just to see like you know if we're on similar pages you know if we disagreed on different things and it's a very beneficial conversation for us but i think when it comes to that stuff i think like where that conversation kind of went was it was more so an understanding of like what her beliefs are what my beliefs are and in a sense to it kind of like taught us more so like how we were raised like mm -hmm. what influence we've had in our life mm -hmm. I kind of I learned more about you that way as well but luckily we just didn't have like a ton of stuff that we disagreed on so like just the things that we did disagree on it was more so like understanding where like the root of that was like your understanding behind it and um yeah, she's more than one to like talk about that stuff. And it was great. Yeah. Great answer. Kind of along the same lines is of politics is also religion. Yeah. And I feel like, like, you know, yeah. we're in the Bible belt. That's kind of a big uh -huh. topic of conversation. Yeah. I guess it's kind of like along the same lines, I guess. But really like fleshing those out really early mm -hmm. on, I feel like is so important mm -hmm. in a yeah. relationship just because of like having that communication. And if you're not on the same page with the person, you know, it's like 100%. If you're, if you're, keep going towards like further down the line and like bigger life decisions kind of come along. Yes. Mm -hmm. That can be like a point of contention if it's yeah. not discussed or like, I think, yeah, no, I a hundred percent agree. I think it's just like, you have to be at that point in your life where it's like, I'm ready to have these like mm -hmm. serious conversations with someone else. Like <laughs> I had, I had someone he's, he's older, but he was telling me, he's like, when I go on dates with girls, I'd put a, 
uh, you know, a glass of water there and I'd, it'd be half, half full or whatever. And he'd ask the girl, like, it's a glass half full or half empty. And like, oh. they said half empty. He's like, you know, he'd have, sit there, have, have the conversation with him, you know, just still treat him with respect. But then he wouldn't pursue anything after that because he knew they're more of like a pessimist and he was only looking for optimists. But I was That's like, interesting. Wow. It, it was very interesting. Deal but like, yeah, <laughs> but I was like, okay. Honestly, if it works. Yeah. But it was just like, sure. I don't know. But that, that's, that stuck with me in the fact, like, I, I probably wouldn't do that. But it, it's like, he was at the point in life where like, he wasn't. I would have said like, half empty. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I, I think for religion wise, I definitely think that's a value. Like, like politics, it's definitely something that you want to have a flesh out and establish because it can lead to a lot of issues. I'm not saying that, oh my God, you need to have the same exact beliefs. No, mm -hmm. but I definitely think those conversations need to be had and potentially those conflicts need to be navigated to understand hi, this might be an issue. Mm -hmm. What will we do in the future if we want to make this a long-term thing? What will we do to compensate for that and to make sure that this is long-term? Um, yeah. And that that goes back to the whole, okay, I'm serious. I've built up my life. I've made sure I've been involved in organizations and done the work, put in the work and mm -hmm. make sure that I have a future with this person. It's all about priorities, really. So. That awesome. Yeah, and finding what's important mm -hmm. to each other also. Absolutely. Because it's all about respect at the mm -hmm. end of the mm -hmm. day, too. And like, yeah. And yeah, I definitely think sure. listening to someone about that shows the respect you have for them. Mm -hmm. And I think love and respect are both very important to any relationship you have, whether it's yeah. romantic or even friendship-wise. Mm -hmm. Let's shift mm -hmm. to okay. like some more fun, from some more fun topics. Okay. okay. So have either of you? You mentioned applications. So we're oh. gonna we're gonna talk <gasps> yes. about online dating. Have either of you been on a dating app or tried online dating? Why or why not? And do you think online dating is a healthy way to meet people? Especially for our age group as well. Yeah. Okay. I would say that um, I I personally have never been on a dating app. I don't know why I never joined one, uh, but you'd have been I, too popular. Yeah. Yeah. SMU's most eligible bachelor. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Oh my gosh, we definitely need an SMU bachelor. That oh, would be so fun. That'd be, that'd be great. Cool. That'd be great. Yeah. I I've never personally been on one. I think it's like. I think people use it, you know, as like a, a good way to meet people. Just like, uh, I don't know. I, I met a lot of people through the organizations I was involved with being a student ambassador, obviously, but that was kind of my <laughs> way of going about it. Um, I think freshmen, sophomores on this campus will utilize it uh, probably more uh, if I had to guess, just it's like they're on campus for the first time. They don't know anybody and they're trying to meet people. So that's kind of my, my thought on it, but I'm sure you got some. Mm. Here's the tea reveal. <laughs> yeah. I have. Yeah, um, wow, what a surprise. Um, I did use it, but I kind of touched on it earlier when I said for COVID. Um, mm -hmm. So I actually used Bumble, and Bumble has the friend option to meet oh, people. And I actually yeah. met one of my German best friends. Her name is Lena. And she and I would FaceTime each other. And then I got a little curious one day. And I swiped <laughs> over to the dating site. I didn't enjoy it. I think I only stayed on there. I only went on on one date and I didn't like it because I wasn't able to fully understand who that person was by being shallow and saying, oh, they kind of look cute. I didn't like it for who I am because I'm very intentional about talking to people, seeing them face to face. And I love meeting people just in person. Um, but I think for people wanting to meet people, I think it works perfectly. There are plenty of my friends that are still on it today. And I don't think I don't want to put a negative vibe around using dating apps. Mm -hmm. I don't think it works for someone like me and I think for other people it can work. I will say, so one of my friends, they use it more for like an attention 
purpose. They're like, oh, my confidence is kind of waning. Like I want to use it more for attention. Or another one is like, oh, I just kind of want to meet people this way because a lot of people are intimidated. Mm-hmm. One of my friends was just talking about it. They're, they are perceived as intimidating, but online people will actually approach them. Um, and so mm-hmm. they kind of use it for that. Um, but to meet people and talk to people, I think there's a balance where you shouldn't put all of your resources towards only meeting people through these applications. But I think if you're intentional about it, wanting to meet other people, I don't think it's a bad alternative. Mm-hmm. Would you guys say that dating apps might perpetuate kind of that casual hookup kind of lifestyle in college? Or yeah. like, I mean, I don't really, I've I've never heard of many success stories down the college. Yeah. What are you talking about? Hinge is, <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Hinge is designed to be deleted, Catherine. <laughs> like yeah. literally. I've also never been on a dating app, so I don't yeah. want any room to talk. But... <laughs> No one in this room. Yeah. yeah. Uh, no yeah. one in this room is like trying to be a Bumble ambassador. That's what we've learned. <laughs> yeah. nope. That's what we've learned. Um, I think. I think. Yeah. I think the obvious answers are just like yes. It obviously those people use mm-hmm. it to, to hook up on it all the time. I, I I have a friend that uses you know Hinge um, and we love him to death. He you know he uses it. Seems like he's going on dates almost every day. He's very popular on the dating app, so that's great. But. I mean, he's he's a great guy with it, and he he just uses it to go on dates and that kind of stuff. But I think for a majority, it is more of like you know perpetuating that hookup culture we've been talking about. I just thought about this because <laughs> I have like looked at dating apps, yeah. and I'm mm-hmm. like, you have to have an anecdote that you put on. Oh, what would yeah. y'all's anecdote be oh. that you'd put on the on the dating app profile? Oh, that's right, because they do for yeah. They're like, they I'm good at I don't know what it would be. Or like your tagline. Yeah, maybe just like you know, sexy and single. I don't yeah. Know. Okay. Okay. <laughs> um, mm. <laughs> How vanilla. Do you think? How vanilla. <laughs> Interesting. My bad. Um, I like to shock people. Uh-oh. See, that's me. I would want wow. it to be so out like, of left so out of field. Pocket. They're yeah. like, I've never seen that's... this sentence ever in my life. Yeah, I. I'm, there was. That's what I would there was one that I used. I, for some reason, I had a lot of swipe rights. This is kind of revealing now. I'm. I never told you this. <laughs> Not that it matters, but I, I put down once on my Bumble app that I had a scar on my left pinky toe of the Air Jordans logo. And it actually is. So a lot of people oh. would be like, can you send me a picture? Which I'm like, Whoa. Oh. no. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. But like that but got that's people how, to swipe. Yeah, so but you got, you got, you got views. Well. Uh, right. yeah. Do you think y'all would have matched if y'all were both on the dating app at the same time? Do you think you would have matched? Oh, interesting. Would you have swiped on each other? Uh, yeah, yeah. Uh, oh. Oh, oh my goodness! What? Oh, what? She's like, if you, if all it said was sexy and single. <laughs> yeah, 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 I'm like, there needs to be spice to it. Well, because wow. I typically also looked at guys. Like something that was really important when we first got to know each other. The first thing I asked you was like, "What's your music taste?" And there is an option on there to be like, "What is your music taste?" Like you can like have your Spotify like linked. <laughs> wow, I'm doing more than I remember. If I saw your music taste how it was when we first met, oh I gosh. wouldn't have. Um, now that I've influenced you with good music taste, yeah. I would have. I'll be the judge. What's the music we speak of? Um, what is your music I, taste now? Yeah, you um, now do Bryce Vine. When she first got in my car and we were like driving somewhere. That was somewhere. the first song like, that the first you song that, like played up on my phone was like you know it's like the song is like my money don't jiggle jiggle it falls. Oh. <laughs> this was at the torches so when we were friends, yeah, and yeah. he's like well, you should listen to this really super underground song. Oh, I'm like, I didn't know. <laughs> so, I remember. <laughs> and he's just yeah. dancing in his car. So you know, like what did I sign up for? Oh my goodness. <laughs> but yeah. Kind of like future mm-hmm. thinking now. Mm-hmm. Um, nice. We backtracked now. We're 
back to today in the future. Because, uh-huh. Ben, it's your last semester here as a student at mm-hmm. SMU. So do you guys ever think about or talk about how your relationship might change after you graduate, Ben? Yeah. Oh, definitely. Yeah, yeah. That's almost like a, a daily conversation now in all honesty. Oh, wow. Uh, yeah. I mean, it was just like, you know, because things, things are changing, you know, like career-wise, figuring out what I want to do after, you know, and then as I have, you know, Abby's starting to figure out what um, she wants to do with, with her career and kind of where we lie in that. I think that's been uh, very important because like, you know, at the end of the day, we both want to support each other and like we both want to have, you know, our own careers and like we both want to see each other be successful in those careers. And so it's like, understand that there's got to be, you know, compromise in any relationship and like, okay, um, how can we make sure that we're setting each other up best for success? Um, but I think we're very much on the same page of like where we want to go after, um, what life will look like post-graduation. And one thing that's brought, just brought me a, a lot of like comfort in that is like um, our communication that we've had thus far in terms of, you know, like finding time for each other, even like during like our college, you know, busyness. That was a an issue for us that, you know, we had to talk about and overcome. And like looking back on that, we held that. I think very, very well. well. Yeah. yeah. And so it's just like, yes, there'll be like difficulties as like I graduate and we're on a little bit different of a schedule, but I think that I can trust the fact that it's like, you know, one of us isn't like super stubborn and like, I'm doing it this way, you know, like you either, you know, if I graduate, I'm like, you're either coming with me mm-hmm. or, you know, or get out of here. yeah, yeah. And it's like, mm-hmm. I think it's just that, that compromise and we handle that very well. Yeah. So if you want to add anything too. Yeah. We approach a lot of our conversations, especially with stuff down the future because I feel like that topic is very sensitive mm-hmm. for any relationship, um, especially for college students because a lot of people are like, oh, I want to do this after college. I want to do this. We approach every one of our conversations with that love and respect that I kind mm-hmm. of approach and where it's like, hey, we want to see the best for all of us. And mm-hmm. most of our conversations come from a standpoint of like caring of that other person. We want to see the best for the other person. We want to see the best for us as a unit down the line. And so um, mm-hmm. I think th- having that mindset kind of pushes us towards success mm-hmm. um, when it comes to discussing our relationship for the future wise, because mm-hmm. anything when you're discussing like, where do we want to live? What career do we want? Do we want to do mm-hmm. further higher education? Those are really sensitive topics because it can change kind of what we envision. But I think we approach any conversation that we do have with regards to the future with that same attitude mm-hmm. and it helps a lot. Yeah. Perfect. Awesome. Well, I guess to close, what would you say like your biggest tip for a college relationship oh, would be? Interesting. Upon you reflection. Want to go first on this one? No, I got to think. No, okay. <laughs> <laughs> My biggest tip, and yeah, I guess it kind of sums up what we were talking about too, is like, A, focus on that personal growth phase of like, don't just dive into a relationship because it's what other people are doing or because it's like, you know, to fill that void in your life that you think, you know, needs to be done. It's like a lot of that growth and work comes early on in your college career. And so like really focus on that. And then once you're at a point where it's like, okay, now I can dedicate my time to someone else. I think that avoids a lot of like pain and hurt on both sides, because then if it's like, if you're not ready to, to jump into like a serious relationship, then, but someone else is, and that leads to a lot of tension and probably a lot of pain for both people, you know? So it's like focus on that and then, you know, get to that point where you're willing to pour yourself into someone else because you know it does take work and like we're saying setting aside time that kind of stuff so but i'll let you go now that was really good Good thank you thank you i would say something i just recommend for people you said when it comes to college relationships i know we kind of touched on this on the last point but communication 
I think is really essential for any relationship, especially when it comes to college busyness. You probably won't be as busy as you are in college because you're involved working organizations, classes, mm. homework, and then even friendships and making time to shower and do laundry and clean. <laughs> but yeah, being communicative with that person is very essential um, because there have been times where I just get too busy just with everything happening. Something pops up, someone needs me, and I simply just call Ben or text mm. him. I'm like, hey, this just happened. I know that we said we were going to meet up, but can you just give me a second? And really just communicating rather than flicking mm -hmm. off that person. Like that's just an example. There's many other yeah. examples, but something as simple as that is really what means a lot to someone. Mm -hmm. What are your guys' thoughts on like the traditional like gender roles in a heterosexual relationship, I guess? Great like impression. kind of the guy making the first move and like leading mm -hmm. those conversations mm -hmm. and things like that. I do have a perspective on it. My my brother and sister-in-law, my brother's been married for four years and my sister-in-law is perfectly fine with making more money than my brother and vice versa, but also my brother's more than happy to step in. And so I, because of the people around me, I'm more than happy to not really adhere to the traditional roles. There will be times where like if one of us wants to take lead, we'll just do it. it I think it's mm -hmm. more preferential. Um, I know that there's certain relationships out there where it's like the guy needs to do this, the guy needs to do that. But I think we're comfortable enough in our relationship and who we are. We feel more like yeah. equals rather than one mm -hmm. person being over the other, which bare minimum. Amen. But, yeah. <laughs> it's, bare minimum. It's, 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 a, it's a big yeah. deal because it it's, it's yeah. like typically, like I think we can say unfiltered, like a, a lot of the times the guy is seen as and mm -hmm. and the girl's not seen as high of a scale and so i think i think with our mm -hmm. relationship maybe we break the typical gender barriers yeah i i think like at the end of the day how i view it is, is like it's simply just like okay we're a team we're supporting each other like what do you want to do and how can i support you in that like mm -hmm. it, you're having a busy day like i'll step in and i'll support you in that and like help you with whatever you need done mm -hmm. i'm having a busy day she'll step in and support me and whatever mm -hmm. that that's really just like how I view it, I don't know what it like. There's a small example we could use, actually. Yeah. This just popped in my head because uh -huh. my mother just asked me this question. <laughs> oh boy. Um, but we were talking about cooking, mm. and you'll help me, mm -hmm. and you'll also typically help me clean the dishes, and not a lot of guys yeah. will do that. Oh, thank you. Thank I just wanted to, that was that was inapplicable. Yeah. I don't know if that's an actual example you want to use. But like, <laughs> I was just talking. Yeah, I was just talking about this with my friend. We were mm -hmm. talking about like our our families, and I was like, my dad is the person that does the laundry in our house. Yeah. And he is like, my mom will do the laundry and he'll be like, Michelle, you messed this up. <laughs> like, this is horrible. Michelle, like, sit down. Yeah, yeah like, <laughs> you go sit down, I'll handle the laundry. And like, my personality too is like, I'm very type A, like yeah. very, everything is clean. And so like, people, the thought of someone else like cleaning for me, I'm just like, that's mm -hmm. not how that works. That's yeah. not where that goes. Like, no, let me, me handle that. But it's so nice to have <laughs> yeah. someone step in and help. Right. Um, and yes, exactly. I, you know, you never want to hear someone tell you, oh, it's your job to do this. Right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's not, it's never assumed. Yeah, Even yeah. if you've done it your entire life, which it's never assumed you're going to do it the next time. You know? Yeah. 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 Mm -hmm. yeah. I just want to compliment you on that oh, as well. Thanks. Great job. Thank you. Thank you. Wow. We tried our best. Yeah. Yeah. I appreciate it. But, uh, continue <laughs> speaking on what you want to say. Oh, yeah. No, no. That, I mean, I was, uh, yeah, wrap it up there. But I'd like, just to wrap it up, I guess it's just about, like, supporting each other and stepping in when we need help. And, yeah, if we enjoy it, like, I, yeah, can't do certain things. So I have to help Abby and, you know, maybe. Vice versa. Yeah. She's been, like, a great person to have in my life and very thankful for her. So.
Yeah. That's awesome. a great way to bring the conversation great. to a close. Thank um, you. Thank you guys so much for joining us today for mm -hmm. the episode. It was so Absolutely. great to have this conversation with you guys. Yeah. Yeah. Thanks, guys. No, thank Thanks. you. Thank you. We appreciate it. So you guys are the best. Yeah. So we'll be supporting, you know, yeah. supporting the podcast. Yeah. 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 Awesome. Wow. What an amazing what an amazing conversation to have with them. They're so funny, yeah. but it's just, it was so great to have them on a unique perspective. Uh, I feel like they kind of encapsulate a, a college relationship that is maybe not the norm. So yeah. I think it was, it's good for, for us and for our audience to, to hear about that. It's very encouraging to kind of hear their perspective, I think, as like a kind of like a relationship success story yeah. and like a very healthy one at that. You know, I guess we've talked so much like at the beginning of the show about like hookup culture versus kind of engaged, you know, couples. And like, those are kind of two like extremes. And I feel like we hear a lot more about like hookup culture in college just yeah. generally. And I guess more so like with relationships, like very serious, like marriage and stuff because we go to a school sure. in the South. But I think it's so nice to kind of hear a more neutral perspective on that. And that's yeah. why I loved, that's why I really wanted them on. And I'm yeah, so excited. I'm so glad it worked out. They were great. Maybe we'll do a catch up episode. And we'll have them back on. That could be fun. Feel like now you're now it's your you know one year anniversary yeah but anyways a huge huge thank you again to ben and abby for coming on we love you we wish you guys the best in your relationship thank you guys so much for listening today to this episode of chronically on campus have a great week and we will see you in the next one bye Thank you for listening to this episode of Chronically on Campus. Our podcast is produced and edited by Will Emmert and Katherine Ramsey. Our music is by Jake Dixon. Follow Chronically on Campus on Spotify and Apple Podcasts. We'd love to hear from you. Write to us at chronicallyoncampus at gmail.com.